Tell me your name. My name is Kimball Sanders. Where are you from? I'm from uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. I was born in Minnesota. Minnesota? Yeah, Minnesota. All right. And uh, what are you doing now? I'm going to school at BYU. Um, my major is Ancient Near Eastern Studies. Oh. With the New Testament emphasis. So. Ancient Near Eastern Studies? Yeah. What do you want to do with that? Um, I want to be a professor eventually. But I might do something with um, psychology, like, I don't know, either a double minor or maybe, uh, I mean, a double major or something along those lines. So we'll see. Fun. How's, uh, how's your BYU experience? It's been pretty good so far. I've only been, I went to a semester before my mission and then a semester after. And so um, I haven't really felt like as much a part of the BYU scene, but I feel like I'm starting to get more settled and more at home here. So I'm liking it pretty well. Where'd you serve? Um, in Texas, San Antonio. Oh. Yes. Go Spurs. Go Spurs. <laughs> Go UT. So um, talk a bit about your journey uh, within Mormonism. Just, I know it's a really broad topic, but you know, narrow it to sort of characterizing what your ascent or descent or plateau has been and um, any unique paths that you've taken and how that's um, made you feel or or how you've experienced those uh, tributaries or diversions or whatever. Sure. Um, I've always had like a really strong longing inside to know and to comprehend God. Um, it's something that is, it motivates basically everything I do. Like that's, that's all I think about pretty much. And that's how I've been probably since I was about 14 or so. I think that's when I read the Book of Mormon for the first time. And um, I felt I felt very, very strong emotions when I read it. Um, and I felt like, uh, I felt like what I was reading was true and good. And the pro I don't know if this is a problem, but I guess the other side of me is that I'm also extremely analytical. Um, and I feel like it's really important um, to my soul, as well as knowing and comprehending God and um, understanding what he's about. I also feel like it's really important for me to be honest with myself about my conclusions. I feel like uh, I feel a strong need to to question, to ponder conclusions I've come to and make sure that they're, that they're correct and that they're not um, either hypocritical or um, that I don't hold a double standard or those sorts of things. And so um, really my path has been one that's, that's had a lot of confusion. Um, I really struggled a lot of times to um, try to reconcile what I feel inside with what the church teaches. But at the same time, I also feel um, an intimate connection with, uh, with the church and with the idea of um, a God-established institution. I feel like I, I, I sort of need that. And so it's, it's been this feeling of kind of like um, conflicting sides within me probably most of my life, again, since I was about 14, and um, I guess I'm here now. And what, I, is, what were some of the main sources of conflict, the things that you struggled with? 
Um, probably there are lots there are lots of things. I think a lot of times answers that um, maybe more typical LDS people would give never really seem to um, to cut it for me. But I guess like everything. What? Like what? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, sorry. I guess I guess everything ultimately would come back to uh, to the atonement. I, I I believe emphatically in grace. I believe in it more than almost any other Mormon I feel like I've ever met. And um, it's always really troubled me when I feel like I have to somehow earn or, um, I guess, placate God or something like that. I feel like God by nature is merciful, is kind, is condescending, not in the negative connotation, but, um, and I don't feel like anything I can do on my part will save me. Um, and I feel like my obedience ought to be born out of a love relationship that I create with him, um, out of gratitude for the gifts he's already given to me. I feel like everything that I have is a gift from God. Um, and I feel like that really clashes with a lot of Mormons. Like I was told on my mission when I talked to one of my companions that the doctrine of grace was um, an abomination, which I thought was rather interesting. And um, I just don't, I don't like hearing all the time just talk about this necessity to keep all the commandments all the time and to be perfect and those sorts of things. I feel like, I feel like it's not about that. I feel like it's about obtaining a relationship with Christ. Um, I also have issues with, uh, with the authority. I tend to feel like personal revelation trumps um, organizational revelation. And I feel like it's really important for people to um, follow what they morally and ethically feel is right inside. Um, revelation has been a big issue. I've, I've tried to understand what it means to receive revelation, how I know something, um, whether the feelings I received are legitimate, and how to remain open while, while staying firm, I guess, with what I believe. Um, yeah, I, there, there are lots and lots of things, but I feel like they're all really interconnected, and it's hard for me to yeah. say all of them. So... Um... What are the things you love about the church? Mm. <laughs> Honestly, not that many things. Um, I feel like... I feel like it has a potential to be... Um, to be excellent. I feel like the idea of congregating and discussing faith and discussing important um, things that are important to our souls has the potential to be amazing, but it's, it's very, it's not very often that I feel like I get that when I go to church. Um, I feel as though a lot of times the discussions aren't based upon people's yearning or longing for truth or for um, understanding of the infinite and it's kind of um, it's kind of empty 
and I feel like it's very dogmatic um, and and I don't think that's what church was intended to do. I love the idea of a church, but sometimes I feel like I don't get that at church. So what outlets have you had to help you work through this and, and uh, find a constructive reconciliation or uh, resolution of, of the things you've been struggling with? You obviously aren't going to Sunday school and expressing these concerns. Have you been able to find an outlet? Um, there are definitely people that I can talk to. There are people that I feel uh, really comfortable sharing my feelings with, but there, there aren't very many. Um, I've been able to talk to uh, my sister and some close friends, but for the most part, I feel like um, when I bring things up, whatever it is, um, I feel like it's met with, understandably, um, some fear and uh, frustration. People say they're, they're worried about me a lot of times because of what I think and um, sometimes how I act. And so for the most part, I just kind of keep quiet on those issues and um, talk to the people that I know won't be offended or won't um, be hurt by what I say. I, I don't I don't want to tear down other people's faith, but at the same time I want to I want to be able to have dialogue with people where they're not where they're not afraid and where we can both share openly and honestly what we feel about about things. And your opportunities for that you feel are plentiful or pretty scarce? Pretty scarce. Yeah. Are there um, friends or types of people that you experience who you see are also struggling, feeling alienated, ostracized, um, like outcasts that you sympathize with? Any groups or buckets or types? Um, do you see that there's a lot of pain out there or do you feel like most people are pretty pretty at peace and you're sort of um, you know, unique in, in some of the things you're feeling and struggling with? I feel like there's, there's a larger group probably than um, you might originally think. I definitely think we're in the minority, but um, I have a lot of friends, I have family members who have really, um, really struggled with, with questions of faith and of certain church practices or beliefs or doctrine. Um, I feel like I, I feel like I can relate to them and I feel like I tend to relate with people who are, um, who have either done things that are viewed as, as wrong in the church or um, you know, committed serious sin, like we, like at least as it's viewed in the church, because I feel like within them is a longing for whether it's reconciliation or truth, just a, a humility and um, just a, a desire that I feel like is lacking a lot of times in maybe more mainstream people. I feel like a lot of times they have everything figured out and they know exactly where they're going, but I feel like the people who are, um, I guess as the scriptures say, poor in spirit or who are really um, hurting most have the greatest potential ultimately to understand God and to appreciate God. And that's what I, that's what I yearn for. That's what I want. Um, do you have any role models or peers or mentors who you feel have 
been through what you've been through, but come out the other end still very excited or happy or faithful or positive within their Mormon experience? Um, People yes. who, you, who give you hope that you might be able to find a similar... Yeah, um, would you like, like specific names or well, do you just I want mean, me to... Is there anyone that, that maybe some of the listeners would have heard of? Or are there, um, are these just personal family friends or are these figureheads in the community? I mean, whoever um, you're comfortable talking about. One person that uh, I feel is, is faithful and has, um, has a strong testimony but is also very, um, very methodical in what he thinks and um, very consistent with the way he judges things is my um, former Book of Mormon professor. His name is uh, Thomas Griffith. And he, he taught me to, first off, to love Christ and to, to love grace um, and to expect it and appreciate it. And then also he taught me how to, um, he emphasized very strong thinking. He didn't ever downplay thought, questioning, um, just almost an endless questioning of things. Um, but I, I think that he escaped cynicism when he did that. He managed to, he managed to question without being cynical. He managed to question with a sincere desire for an answer instead of just trying to be clever and trying to find flaws or faults in things. He questioned because he yearned for knowledge and for truth. And I think the reason that's that's the reason why he was able to arrive at answers without letting him without it causing him to become calloused or or hardened. And he's so he's someone that I, I really look up to and I've been able to keep in contact with and um, never feel weird about asking questions to. Do you have a hope for yourself that you're going to find a place of joy and happiness and reconciliation on the other side of this faith journey I do. within Mormonism? Um, I do. I, <laughs> I don't know necessarily if I... I don't know if I necessarily define Mormonism maybe in the same way some people do. I don't know that I'll necessarily have a lot of similar views to people, but the way I believe that the church is intended to be, yes, I find myself eventually being reconciled and being able to remain, I suppose, within the church. But I would hope at the same time that um, my, my longing for truth and my desire for that would, if I found something more fulfilling and satisfying, I would have the courage to follow that, even if it means perhaps leaving the church or um, going in a different direction. Um, but I do feel like, well, I feel like my maybe questioning soul won't ever stop questioning. I do feel like I'll be able to reach a state where I can be okay with where I am and happy about about the place I'm in. Um, um, do you uh, 
do you feel like uh, truth-seeking is discouraged in the church? Yeah, that's one of the things that's, that's frustrating is I've always found it somewhat ironic that um, we're taught about personal revelation and seeking seeking answers, but at the same time we're told, but if it contradicts or goes against what the church teaches, then your revelation's wrong. And so I, I, I don't think it's necessarily discouraged to to look for answers or to, to seek truth. I think sometimes it's manipulated to where you're expected to come to the same truth that everybody else has come to. And so a lot of times you ask, already have determined, having determined, well, the church is obviously true, you know, that, so I'm asking kind of, but if I get anything other than, yeah, this is true, then I'm wrong. And uh, I just, I found that really hard in, in seeking answers or seeking revelation because I have felt, like I've said, I've, I've had tremendous spiritual experiences um, inside the church. I've had great experiences with prayer, with reading um, the Bible, the Book of Mormon. Um, but at the same time, I also feel those same feelings for things that are perhaps not condoned or accepted in the church. And that's confusing to me and hard because I'm like, well, what does that say about my other answers I've received or... Um, about the way that I've come to other truths in my life. What does that mean? Um, I mean, I, there, there are lots of different things. In, in my heart, I don't feel like, like homosexuality is wrong. I don't feel like um, excommunication should ever occur if people desire to stay. Um, those things feel right, it feels right to me, and lots of other different things, those are just some examples. They feel right, they feel compassionate, they feel good, but they're against what the church teaches, and I don't know exactly how that would be reconciled. Um, you seem to have a vision in your mind of how the church should be, or your vision for what it could be. Just sort of to conclude, paint that picture of, of the gospel or the church as you see God or Joseph Smith or whoever as having intended it to be? Um, I see the church as a place of healing. Um, I see the church as a place where Jesus is preached, um, not, not dogmatically, but as a source of, of reconciling both with ourselves and with those around us and with God. Um, I see people being taught that they can be forgiven, that their lives can have purpose and meaning. I feel like it can be a place of believers um, in, the healing, in the healing power of Christ to come together and to talk, even if their views don't necessarily match with ours, um, but to come together and to logically and in depth, never beating around things, but to really attack questions that people have and try to come to resolution, try to help people along in their faith regardless of where they are and to never feel, never create a feeling of ostracism because their beliefs don't match your own. I feel like that is what, what Jesus did and what he would do now. And I just think ultimately the church is designed, I think the priesthood was restored to make the atonement effective, to allow people through priesthood ordinances and other sorts of things to formally accept his gift of forgiveness and reconciliation. And 
I feel like that is what should be preached from the pulpit rather than don't smoke, don't drink, don't have sex. Any other final things you wanted to share that you came thinking? Hey, have you had any exposure to Simpson or Dialogue at all? Um, very, very limited. I read, I, I've only read one article from it, but I think, I think the concept or the idea behind it is fantastic. I love the idea of people being able to, um, to share what their thoughts are, um, to be honest about what they feel, um, to have dialogue about it with other people. Um, rather than just writing the same articles that are written all the time. The idea of Sunstone, I think, is great. Which article did you read? Um, I read the one, it was, let's see, oh, the shepherding one. It was about, I think, gays in the church or something along those lines. Does that ring a bell? <laughs> okay. What did you like? Did you like it? What did you think? Um, it's okay. I did like it. I, <laughs> the only embarrassing part, I only, I only read portions of it, oh, okay. um, so I can't comment too much. But um, I, tend, I tend to not love like a contentious spirit. I don't, I don't like um, in, any, in any way um, tearing things down, but I do like a very in-depth look at things, and I like people to be able to say honestly how they feel. And so, but and I also respect people if they feel like, like they have real, real issues to be able to, to have the right to criticize if they feel so inclined. Um, but yeah, I love it. I, I think it's great. Any, we have two minutes. Any final thing that you came thinking you might want to share or anything that you were hoping? Do you have anything? Uh, maybe just how you feel about missionary pro the missionary program. I don't know. I don't know why I want to know that. The missionary program. Did you say what you want to say if it's more relevant? Um, no, I don't have anything more to say. I'll just I'll go ahead and answer that. Um, I think that I feel again like a lot of times what's stressed um, in the mission isn't ultimately what brings joy, and it's not ultimately what the church, in my mind, is about or what the scriptures teach. Um, I feel like missionary work, again, should be the same thing I talked about, the ideal church being in going and proclaiming Christ and repentance and this, the salvation he purchased. And um, I don't feel like there needs to be as much emphasis on the commandments and as stringent um, set rules for who can enter and who can be baptized. I feel like if people desire to be cleansed, then they should be able to be. Um, I don't. I don't particularly like having this list of requirements they need to fulfill before that occurs. Um, I don't like the dogmatism. Um, I don't like the um, the bashing that goes on uh, about other religions. Um, I feel like I feel in some ways like it's good for people to go and they do. Um, I think it's really it's really pivotal in our lives, but I also think sometimes 19-year-olds can be really immature and don't really know the doctrine very well, and um, and so sometimes that causes a problem. But uh, overall, I think the idea of proselytizing and going and sharing something that you feel is important is great, um, and I think that 
we should do it more often. I think it shouldn't be just while we're on our missions. Um, but again, if, if I could change something or maybe do things differently, um, I would be, I would emphasize grace and redemption more.